Welcome to Australian Hiker. We're your hosts, Tim and Jill Savage. This is episode 36 of the Australian Hiker podcast and a bonus episode for August 2017. In this week's episode, we're interviewing John Feeney from the Hiking Society. Now, John is the founder and creator of the Melbourne-based Hiking Society and the Hiking Society is a blog that provides hikers with up-to-date information and tips on hiking and camping, as well as showcasing trails and camping spots in Australia. John founded the Hiking Society in July 2016 after a couple of years of intense hiking with the aim of sharing his thoughts on tracks, gear and hiking in general. His goal was essentially to get people outdoors. The Hiking Society since its inception has grown to include a meetup group providing opportunities for regular guided experiences for hikers. The meetup groups help hikers build their confidence and ability while still at that early stage, as well as connecting like-minded individuals. Now, as if John didn't have enough to do, last year he also took on the online gear brand of Globewalker. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Okay, um, it's Sunday morning, we're here in Melbourne, uh, and we're just going through and talking to John Feeney. Now, John, you will know from the Hiking Society and possibly from Globe Walker, and John's been good enough to give us a bit of his time and just to talk a, a bit about the uh, Hiking Society blog and Globe Walker as a brand. So I'd just like to welcome John here to uh, this interview for August 2017. Good morning, John. Good morning, Tim. How are you? Good, good. Now, um, what's your background and what do you do in the real world? Uh, my background is in digital marketing, but specifically social media. So I've been working um, for a digital marketing agency for probably about six months now, but in its entirety, probably for the last three years. Um, so heavily invested in Facebook, um, Instagram as well. Um, literally my life or parts of my life are all predicated on some sort of uh, social media marketing. So That's, a, that's probably a, a modern day job that, that probably didn't exist five or ten years ago. So. Yeah, d- definitely. I mean, particularly with... Uh, with Facebook with their business pages only sort of I reckon about five years ago when they really started to ramp it up um, in the last couple of years um, it's really sort of taken a, a massive turn and everyone seems to have a business page now um, I suppose a lot of the big businesses haven't really quite tapped into it but for small to medium businesses they are really taking advantage of it okay that's a it's certainly an interesting sort of thing and I think it's probably a, a handy sort of skill to have particularly when you are sort of uh, uh, doing blogs and uh, uh, and and a lot of social media stuff in the uh, in the recreational world like we are correct now what what actually got you into hiking um, well I've been playing oh I've was playing football, uh, Australian rules football, since I was about 12. Um, in t- oh, About th- four years ago, I decided to take a break. I was studying at the time. I was studying journalism and PR. My studies were really starting to ramp up, so 
I was thinking of taking uh, a year off, so I thought, well, I want to go back, but at the same time, I need to be doing something that's going to keep me active and fit so I don't sit on the couch for the better part of 12 months and become unfit. So I've done a little bit of hiking before, so I thought, well, maybe I'll take that up um, more often and, and see what happens. And that was probably around oh, midway through, mid to the way through to the latter half of um, 2014. And then from there, I just went on a few hikes. And like most people do who have a little bit of interest in it, they get the bug. And then by the end of 2014, I thought, I think I bought my first pair of boots. And from there, it was just, I just thought, well, once I finish football in the next couple of years, this is going to be my thing to do on a weekend. And it's just rolled on since then. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm a bit the same. I yep. mean, I've, I've had a, a number of hobbies and a number of interests in sports over my lifetime, but hiking has always been there and I've always done it, even if it hasn't been the main thing. Yep. Uh, all right. Now, being a Melbourne local, I, I've done virtually no hiking in Victoria at all. Yep. So from your perspective as a Melbourne local, what's the, your best bang for buck hike that you'd recommend that people would do? Um, geez, um, I was thinking about this on the way over. There's so many around here that you can do. I think probably the best day hike would have to be um, anything in the cathedrals, uh, cathedral ranges. Um, it's not too far from Marysville. It's about probably about an hour and a half to maybe two hours out of Melbourne. Um, there's a lot of rocky terrain. If you get on the top, particularly in the northern circuit, you can get 360-degree views of surrounding areas, so Marysville, Buxton, Taggarty, all those sorts of places. Um, and it's just, it's just fantastic. It's really quite a popular spot. I don't think I've ever seen a really bad photo taken uh, of the Cathedral Ranger that be on Facebook or, or, or um, Instagram or any of the other social media platforms. It's just a really fantastic place and a few camping grounds as well so very much caters for families if they want to do that and the amount of times I've been up there I've seen families go to certain parts of the tracks and whatever. It's, it's just absolutely fantastic so um, yeah I can't recommend that one enough. Alright as I said I've, I've had virtually nothing to do with Victorian hiking at all. I've sort of uh, slowly working my way around the countryside but it's uh, you, you hear so much about some of the, the really good hiking in Victoria. Yeah, so. yeah we're, we're very lucky here. I mean, I've only really, I suppose, in my opinion, I've done a lot of hiking here, but I, I feel like I've only really scratched the surface. There's just so much to do. Like, we've got the Alpine area, we've got Gippsland, we've got over in the west towards Grampians, Mount Macedon, we've got the Dandenong Ranges, which is literally my backyard, um, and all sorts of other places to go. We're, you know, we're really quite lucky down here in Victoria. All right, so... Um Late last year, or actually the middle of last year, I think it was July, you yep. started the Hiking Society yep. blog. Now, what prompted you to set up the blog? Um, I always had it in the back of my mind I'd start something at some point. Um, I suppose with uh, the blogging, I mean, it sort of uh, was spawned out of my course. Like, I was doing a lot of writing with journalism and PR. Uh, I'd done a bit of blogging before, so I thought I'm going to take my passion of, of hiking, which had, by then had really ramped up, and then you know start write, writing about it, things that I really enjoy, and you know highlighting hikes that I've been on that people might not necessarily be aware of. Um, you know, I, everyone I talk to who wants to get into hiking, there's always a reason why they don't do it. It's always like they don't know where to go, they don't have any friends to go with. Um, so I just thought, well put something out there, see if there's some interest, you know, whether it be about food, whether it be about tracks and trails, whatever the case may be, and, and, and see how we go. I never expected it to be much, um, but it's certainly within, you know, 12 months, it's kind of really escalated in, into something um, beyond my expectation. All right. And, and what is the Hiking Society? Tell, tell us a bit about the Hiking Society and what, what, it, what it actually does. The Hiking Society for me is probably very much, as the name suggests, it's a community of people, of, of like-minded people who come together, um, uh, 
you know, whether it be through the meetup group, whether it be just on the website itself, just to discuss all things hiking. I mean, um, you know, by my by no means do I know everything to do with hiking, but you know, there's other people who know more than me or might not know more than me. So I like to put stuff out there that people might be able to relate to or make people think about hiking and camping in a different way. So, um, yeah, it's very much a, a community. Like, I didn't name it, you know, John Feeney the Hiker for a particular reason because it's not about me, it's about the collective. And I think that's very much the sense you get when you are actually out on a trail, you might be walking with a partner or a friend or, or someone and you come across a group of people and you all just sit there and you're all very raw, you're all just talking about the same stuff, your experiences and just sharing information and stories and all that sort of stuff and that's really what it is. The amount of stories I've heard from people on the meetup or they've sent me a message about something, it's just like some of the stuff people get up to is fantastic and that's what it really is, just people coming together and just sharing their experiences. Yes, I'm writing the content on the blog but people still comment on it and, and make their assumptions about things or, or say, oh yeah, I really like that hike for this reason or I really like that bit of food or, or that gear's really good or I don't like that. So everyone's got their own opinion. So that's really what it's all about. Okay. And um, uh, uh, in addition to uh, the Hiking Society, you've also got um, your meetup group, and yep. which I believe is now groups. Uh, so yes. tell us a bit about the meetup meet groups. Um, okay, so I've got one in Victoria, uh, which is our main one, the Hiking Society, and then we've got the Hiking Society in New South Wales. So the Victorian group, um, I started in September last year. Again, um, a reason I wanted to start it was to get out there and do more hiking, but also it would also feed content into the website as well. So any of the any of the hikes you see on my website will I, I've done, uh, whether it's been with the meetup or myself. Um, and then obviously there's other ones that I have done quite a number of times. There's no need to blog for it. But with the meetup, it's just, you know, I just created it in September, Father's Day weekend of last year. Um, again, just giving people opportunities to come out and hike. Like I was saying before, people sometimes don't know where to go or don't have anyone to go with. The meetup allows those people to come on those hikes and do that. Like I always tell the story, there's a couple of girls in my group who have come along that didn't know anyone. Then they become friends with someone else not because of their, their love for hiking, but because they're both teachers and they, they form a friendship over that. And now it's gotten to the point where I'm friends with both of them on Facebook that they're actually them, they become friends with them on Facebook. They go out and do stuff outside of the hiking group. So they're, they're forming friendships as well that go above and beyond uh, the reason why they've come to the group. So, you know, we're, we're doing hikes probably every weekend in the Victorian group. Um, we've done, a, um, I think we're going to be doing an interstate trip next year. Um, and, you know, we do a lot of camping trips. We try to diversify beyond that as well well we try and do navigation uh, days we've engaged the company to do that um, and really try and add and go above and beyond hiking and camping but the other tools that you need to have if you want to do this uh, regularly um, and then I started the New South Wales group earlier this year because I again coming back to the whole community I, I just want to be able to, all right, if we've got a group or we're taking a group up to New South Wales I want to be able to engage with someone or a group um, that knows that area quite well, that comes underneath the Hiking Society uh, banner, um, and that can take us out and you know cut out all the research that we'll need to do. And then vice versa, if our New South Wales group wants to come down here, well, they've already got a group they can get involved with. I just found that there was a girl in um, a Facebook group I was in, and she was looking for somewhere to go, and she was coming down from Queensland, and she didn't know anywhere to go in Melbourne. I thought, well makes a bit of sense if she was already part of a, the same group in Queensland that she could come down to Victoria and find something to do without having to do extensive research on an area that she might not know too much about. 
Okay, so now looking at your website, or the Hokanee Society website, um, uh, the meetup groups just uh, over the last few days, you, you've now got over 3,000 members in your meetup groups. Mm-hmm. Uh, what draws your members uh, to want to go and hike with you? I think it's, um, I think it's because we offer uh, a broad range of hikes. So we're not, there, there are groups out there that may only do like, all right, our minimum hike is 15 kilometres. As a beginner hiker, I come into a group like that, I look at that, I go, I'm not going to be able to do that from the from the get-go. So I created a group that was literally for everyone. If you want to start off doing five-kilometer hikes, you're more than welcome to it. I've got people who want to do those hikes. I've got organizers who want to do those hikes. There's always a market for it. Then if you've got that goal that you want to get to that 15-kilometer hike, the 20-kilometer hike, the overnight hike, you're going to be able to do that as well. So you could do those five-kilometer hikes for six months and then build your way up to that 15-kilometer hike and know that that's going to be available for you. And I think probably the social aspect to it as well, both from uh, the way people interact with each other as well as from a social media point of view. Like I know I've attracted a lot of people based off my work that I've put into the Facebook group and the Instagram group. People are always seeing pictures about our hikes and my organizers are always putting uh, pictures up on their social feeds about our hikes and tagging me and people are seeing and they go, wow, this looks really good. This looks like a heap of fun. I'd love to get involved. So um, again, it's, it's just a, a community of people who you know just want to come together and hike and I, th- I think that's what makes it really, I suppose, attractive is probably the word. Um, that it's just, you know, just people wanting to come and, and, and do really you know, easy hikes but also hard hikes and there's just there really is something for everyone in our group, I think. Okay. Now, we've, uh, we've talked about your best choice for a Melbourne hike, um, but what's your favourite location to take people to introduce them to hiking? Is it the same or is it somewhere else? And, and if so, why? Um, I try and vary a little bit if I can. Like, one spot I really, really enjoy going, because I think personally, because it was the very first hike I ever did, was um, the Sherbrooke uh, Loop in the Dandenong Ranges. Yep. Um, it's about an eight kilometre hike in some really, really nice terrain. There's a small little waterfall there. It's not much of one to look at when you think of a waterfall, but it's eight kilometres. You're probably out there for maybe two, two and a half hours. Very, very easy hike to do. Um, There is a bit of a hill, but apart from that, it's quite easy, and that's one I really like to bring people through introduce them to hiking um and even um another uh hike i like to take people out is the mortimer circuit in the jembrook uh, in jembrook area in the bunyip state park so again that's about nine kilometers there's a couple of hills you go through some nice rainforest area it's not too taxing um we've got a nice car park at, at the at the start and yeah it's very very easy to do so and then they can you know go hell for leather and all these other ones as well and i reckon one that's probably you could consider it as a beginner hike, although sometimes people do advertise it as a little bit harder, is the uh, the Werribee Gorge circuit. Uh, that's completely different again, where it's not just your, your uh, bush trail. Like, you, you're sort of almost in the middle of this farmland area. The freeway is not too far away. You don't hear much of the freeway, but you go into the gorge, and there's an area there where you do a bit of rock hopping, so it's completely different again, and that just adds a whole other dimension to it. So that's not overly taxing either, so... It, it's interesting. I um, having you know having said that, I've never done any hiking in Victoria. I've I've, I've done, done done one short one, and that was part of Sherbrooke. Yeah, and that was probably um, uh, in fact it was probably twenty five years ago. Yep. So, but I still remember it was pretty amazing with a, a lot of the big eucalypts that are around there. Yeah, well, I mean that entire area, the Daniel Ranges, is known for the eucalypts, uh, the lyrebirds you see out there, the ma- the really tall, thin mountain ash, um, and yeah, it's quite a popular spot. The car park's always full, and and it's also a good one for kids as well. Like I, I we do a lot of kids 
hikes in our group um, and we'll take people like kids out for like a kilometre or two or whatever the case may be and that's one I often use for kids hikes because it's just easy we just go to the waterfall and back and kids can get an experience what it's like to go out for a, what they might deem as a really long hike and um, but you know they really enjoy it at the same time so all right. So, in addition to the hiking society, I believe you've also got a company or a, a business now called Globewalker. Yep. Uh, and late last year, you took over the Globewalker brand. Yep. Um, what made you get into equipment supply? Um, look, it's something I kind of had in the back of my mind that would evolve out of the hiking society. Whether it was um, I was going to put on like create a product for myself or, or put something through the website from another brand. Um, I suppose the backstory to how I came across Globe Walker was I um, I contacted the previous owner many about a year or two ago to maybe do the social media through the company I was working with at the time and she said um, oh, I couldn't afford it I said that's fine I'll keep in touch with it anyway I started the blog I hit her up to do some reviews or to add to her blog she said have some gear or you know to review for your blog I'm like that's cool didn't hear from her for a while and then she um, I got in contact with her again to see if we were going to go ahead with it and she said she wanted to sell it and she goes, would I be interested? And I said, well, I hadn't really thought of buying a business. I was going to sell some product, but, you know, I'll certainly have a chat. And the more I looked into it with my brother, the more I, and we got some samples of the product, uh, one of which I've got here today, um, the more I thought, well, I haven't really seen a product like this before. Like, well, not so much like this athletic gear. We've got thermal wear, you know, socks, etc. Um I hadn't really the the quality of it was something I really hadn't seen before, and it's it's all from Europe, it's all from Poland, um, which is you know very rare in this country. So as a point of difference, um, you know that might be something to add to the industry. But yeah, I just you know there's so many people out there who don't know what to buy, or they all want the quality gear. So you know, and I know our gear is quality. So I just thought, well, maybe this is an opportunity to extend what I'm actually doing here, is you know, um, providing a, an opportunity for people to engage with um, uh, some gear that they otherwise would never have seen before now with so many brands of gear on the market and and so many more coming onto the market now what makes the globe walker product special um i think again back to the the quality of it i mean it's it's hard because we're we're purely online at the moment we don't have a physical store so it is hard for people to i suppose you know they've been buying katmandu they've been buying mount designs macpack all the brands have been well established in the country for the last maybe you know 20 to 30 years um I just know that when the people get the gear in their hands, they know they're holding a really good quality bit of gear, and that's what a lot of hikers and you, you, you know, you guys would know this yourselves that you know quality is so important on on the trail. I hear so many people talk about, oh, look, I've bought this from Kmart, I bought this hundred hundred dollar Tandil sleeping bag, and I go, oh, that's well and good. If that's going to serve your purpose, that's fine. Just don't expect it to last as long as you it, it should. Um, it's probably going to break down within a, within a month. Um, so quality is absolute everything. And I think we've really got that with a lot of our gear. We've, we stock three brands, Brubeck, Malachowski, and Cumulus. Brubeck's a lot of the thermals, uh, the socks, the active wear. Uh, we've got compression socks and athletic shirts. And um, then we've also got uh, Malachowski and Cumulus, which is a lot of the, uh, the sleeping bags, the down sleeping bags. And, you know, some of them are really light. Like you've got one that um, uh, I think it's the Malachowski uh, 500. And it's, you know, about half a kilo and it looks you, you hold it and you feel like it's going to rip in half because it's so light and the material is so light 
but gee, it's, it's bloody warm. I tell you, and you know, on you know, it's not necessarily uh, a minus ten bag or anything. It's probably more of a summer bag. But for people who who aren't necessarily specialist hikers who are going are going to go to Nepal or anything like that, something like that is going to keep you warm on a on a you know a reasonably cold night. Um, so yeah, I think just really the, the quality of the gear, and I suppose the fact that those brands don't these brands we've got at the moment don't really have much of a holding in this country, which is a good and a bad thing because everyone's so fixated on the the establishment, and that's totally fine. But there's always that the, the good thing is. We're, we're different. We, we, um, you know, the, the the quality of the gear that we supply um, is is different to what some of the other people are supplying as well. And I've I've got plenty of feedback from other people who are in the industry who have either bought from us, um, who have looked at our gear, and, and I've been able to compare to say like a Cedar Summit bag versus a Malachowski bag. And you know, you've got one that's a, a duck down versus a goose down. And you know, the, the feedback we're getting at the moment is quite good. So. Uh, you may have actually already answered this next question, but what one product in a range really excites you and why? Um, I don't know. I think I, I think the sleeping bags are, are really, really good. I mean, as I said, like we've got some that are a little bit heavier than normal, um, but they're the more... You know the mountaineering, the mountaineering bags. You know, probably something you might take if you're going to Nepal or Everest, which not everyone's going to be able to do. But I think the the Malachowski 300, 500, and, and 600, as well as the Cumulus um, Magic 125, um, that the, your everyday hiker is going to use. I, th- I think they re- they really excite me a lot because um, they're lightweight, they're warm, they're uh, made from goose down. They pack down like a medium. Um, a medium uh, Malachowski 300 is absolutely tiny. It's probably in lengthwise, maybe I don't know. I'd say probably two coke cans stacked on each other, maybe even a little bit smaller. So you know, quite tiny for your ultralight hiker who wants that convenience of being able to pack it down. Um, yeah, you know, it's it's really quite convenient. Um, and I suppose maybe a, a, a uh, one other item that we introduced a couple of months ago was our compression socks. Like everyone's got merino socks, and we, we do sell them. But I think our compression socks as well. We've had some really really good feedback on that, uh, and sold you know pl- plenty of our pairs of them. And you know they help. You know if you want to go for that long hike, you can do it, and you feel like you're getting you're cramping quite a lot. These compression socks are going to be um, a godsend for you. And we've had one lady in particular who's had issues with her Achilles, and Combining with the physio she's doing um, to get it repaired for spring with the compression socks, uh, the feedback we've got from her is that it's really assisting her in getting back to where she wants to be. So, I must admit, you're looking at some of the um, the articles and the information coming out of the states at the moment. The compression compression socks, in particular, are one of those sort of products that is starting to be taken more notice of. I suppose yeah. for people doing longer hikes, where you, you know, and, I, and I've, I've done some some pretty long days, and your feet swell up, and it's just you know, something like the compression socks. You know, sounds like they they could be the way to go, particularly for for those of us doing the longer hikes. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's it's also allowing you to you know walk that little bit longer if you want to, but you know your recovery is so important like I mean I know when I was in New Zealand a couple of years ago we were doing back to back 30 kilometer days and more often not most people aren't going to do that but if you are doing something like that your recovery is so important I recovered much easier than I thought because I'd put in 12 months worth of work but if you're someone who may not have the time to do that you need something that's going to help you, whether it be a supplement or whatever. So these compression socks are going to be able to help someone who is in that situation recover more. Obviously, you're going to have to do other things to do it, but they just all that all contributes to the recovery. So, all right. 
Now, um, just as a few last thoughts, so yeah. where do you see if, where do you see Globe Walker and the Hiking Society in five years' time? Um, Globe Walker, I'm sort of in two two uh, frames of mind with that. I mean, obviously everything's heading towards you know online, and but you know also having that physical presence is also you know, somewhat important. It's just the way that's managed. So you know, within five years, I would like to think we've got a pretty strong online presence. Um, you know, I know I'm under no illusions of what market we're in. It's quite a competitive market with so many brands out there. Um, so it's you know getting people aware of who Globe Walker is, who these brands are that we're dealing with, and getting those products into the market, and you know then becoming you know um, a product that people turn to when they're looking for you know a lightweight um, sleeping bag or a really good um, uh, set of merino thermals uh, for their base layers. Um, you know whether we have a physical store by the fifth year I'm, I'm not too sure that would be I, I, ideal um, but I know that you know rents you know the the money around rent can be quite expensive so that's why, why that's why people are purely going to online so you know we'll see how that evolves um, I suppose with the hiking society um, look at the moment we've just ticked over one year like um, the meetup group within less than a year has already got 3,000 people I mean granted not every one of those people have been on a hike yet but you know we're slowly trying to get through those people and try to get them on at least one hike Um, whether that turns into a you know a touring company or just is what it is and then and the blog just keeps going on and you know I'm putting out regular content and people might see me as as a uh, a valuable resource to come to and, and they talk to me on a regular basis about you know hiking or, or the the gear or you know the the tracks that I might have been on um, if that's what it turns into that's what it turns into and that, that might then feed into Globe Walker that they then associate me with Globe Walker and they go okay he knows what he's talking about with the hikes and all that sort of stuff and then he's got this gear then you know it might just fit into each other so yeah, they kind of just work side by side, and I'm I'm just really hopeful that you know if it becomes another resource that people look to, then then so be it. Um, you know, I'm focused on Global could becoming my full time um, gig at some point. Um, hopefully, over the next three years, whether it be myself or or my brother who who's my business partner. Um, yeah, if one of us becomes a full time worker, that would be fantastic, and we're definitely putting in a lot of hours at the moment to make sure that happens. Um, so uh, yeah. All right, and uh, I suppose one last final question is, what one hike, hike tops your bucket list? I don't know. Everyone sort of the go-to one everyone says is like you know Everest. That would be fantastic, or even just base camp. Like I, I really want to do base camp at one point. Like so many people looked at me like, you know, because I put out all this content, they just feel like I've done a lot of these hikes. Like you know, uh, something that probably a lot of people don't know is that I've actually never done Wilson's Prom. Everyone goes, oh, you've done so much hiking. Surely you've done Wilson's Prom. Like, yeah, you're laughing now. You're like, what the hell? <laughs> so it's a bit funny. But, um, oh, look, I, I, I think, um, yeah, look, I think base camp is one that, you know, I really want to do because, I mean, you look at so many people's photos and the experiences they have, and I think it's just the raw nature behind it. And I just, I, you know, I, I just want to, I suppose be part of that and, and say yes I've done that this is my experience and, and talk about it and you know if that if that inspires someone else to go hey like th- this guy from the suburbs has done it like you know I'm just someone who's just started hiking that's something I want to aim to if that if someone turns around and is able to then do it after a couple of, of years of hiking then that, that's that's I think that's a fantastic thing but um, I suppose maybe second on my list would be the uh, the New Zealand National Trail the TRR I think yep. that's how yep 
got it. <laughs> yeah, I think that's one. I've just got a, a, a high fascination with uh, with New Zealand. I absolutely love that place. Like, if I wasn't living here, I think I'd be living there. The people are just so fantastic. And um, the trails, even I've only been to the North Island and only done a little bit of hiking there. There's just so much to do there from a hiking and camping point of view. It's absolutely ridiculous. Like, yeah, so... I must, I must admit, the Tayaroa is one of the ones on my list. And I'm sort of, I'm, I'm sort of looking around about the 2021, 2022 because it, it's a fair time off work. So. Well, it's a big investment. It's like, you know, I think, what is it, three three months? Maybe yeah, it's longer. about, what, 1,800-odd kilometres. So depending on how fast you move, you, yeah. you, can, you can probably do it quicker, but you, yeah. you're looking at least sort of two-and-a-half to three-month period yeah. to do it. So. And, I, and I've done a small section, of it, and we'll be going back in New Zealand at the end of the year to do a bit more of it as well. Um, another part of, of it, just as another little trail that we're doing. And... Um, yeah, but the, the parts of it I did do a couple of years ago were absolutely fantastic. We spent New Year's Eve in the middle of the North Island, literally smack bang in the middle of the North Island in this hut. And it was just absolutely fantastic. This hut called the Waihaha Hut. And it's just um, 10 bunks, this amazing stream that you can go swimming in on a hot day after you've had, you know, we'd, we'd done about 30 kilometers by then. And um, yeah, the water behind it is absolutely fantastic. And the scenery is just absolutely amazing. So yeah, that would be probably, you know, that and, the, and base camp. All right. And any one last final thought, any final comments that you'd like to sort of add or say to people? Um, oh, look, I, I think from a hiking society point of view and probably global work as well, I just want to see more people get out and, and experience what I've been able to experience. Like, I, I truly believe hiking has changed my life for a number of reasons. Like, um, it's funny, um, like I'm, not, I'm no therapist, I've got no background in psychology or anything like that, but I just know that after I've been on a hike, my mindset has just, it, it completely changes. Like, you know, there was, I've just changed jobs recently. The first two weeks were pretty full on and pretty hectic, um, going from one company to another. I hadn't been on a hike for a while. I went out and did four hikes in one weekend, and my mindset was just like I was completely refreshed. Sure, some of them were like really hard. Like there's one nine-kilometer hike; it was completely uphill, but it was absolutely fantastic. Um, and I just and I just really hope that anyone who wants to get into hiking, um, you know, just gets that bug that I got because I know so many people who they'll do one hike and they're like, yeah, it's cool, and they get into it, and then they really get into it, and then that's it. That's like game over. Um, you know, there's that old saying of, you know, hiking and camping is like, you know, you live like a, you pay like a millionaire to live like a bum. Um, and the enjoyment you get out of that is just, it's, I don't know, it's, it's indescribable. It, it, it's changed so many people's lives that I've come across and interviewed and, and, and spoken to for various reasons. And, you know, they've had things go wrong in their life. They've found hiking and it's just completely changed their life. So uh, I suppose the message is just, if you are going to do it, um, you know, um, do do your research, have a look around, whether it be my blog or other blogs. I'm I'm one of many, you know, um, you know, in, engaged podcasts like yours as well. I putting out some really good information, um, and then just learn as much as you can, and don't be afraid to ask questions. It's one thing I found when I first started was, you know so many people want to ask those questions but they feel intimidated and that's why I suppose another reason why I created the blog I just want to create that environment where it's okay to ask that seemingly stupid question it doesn't matter we all started somewhere we all you know we've all got dumb questions to ask or you know how to filter water or what sort of boots should I be looking at and we've all got something to ask so you know don't don't be afraid to ask questions because it's going to help you in the long run so Okay, thanks very much. So we've been talking to John Feeney from uh, the Hiking Society and Globewalker, and we'll po- we'll go through and put some details on how you can contact John and uh, the Hiking Society and Globewalker on the show notes. Um, so uh, if you're listening to this podcast, they they're already up online. All right, thanks so much for your time, John. Thanks, Tim. Really appreciate it.
That was a great interview with John and it was really fantastic to see such enthusiasm and uh, commitment. Um, and we're all, always really happy to support anyone who's um, doing what they can to get others out there and, and walking and hiking in our great bush in Australia. All right, so the contact details for the Hiking Society um, and Globe Walker will be on the show notes for this episode on the Australian Hiker website. Uh, as usual, this episode can be downloaded through uh, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, SoundCloud, and directly through our website. Now, if you have the opportunity, please go through and rate us on iTunes to help get the message about this podcast out there. Now, next week's episode is getting started in hiking. So and this is aimed at those of you that are new to hiking and just not aren't quite sure where to go. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. That's all for me. Bye for now. And bye from me.